Girlfriend, here is your show. Girlfriended, your chance to connect with other women, especially the woman that is most overlooked, yourself. Girlfriended is all about helping you become self-aware, not self-involved. The aim is to provide information that relates to life, which leads to real connections and results in a desire to connect or care for those in need. And now the women want to help you in more ways than you can count every day. From the website, GirlfriendIt.com, and the movement, GirlfriendIt, here are Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan on Toginet.com. This is Patty Wyatt, and I will be your host today here on Girlfriend It. And we have an amazing guest this morning, Emma Mae Jenkins, and she describes herself as a lover of Jesus and people. She is a social media influencer, writer, speaker, and YouTuber with the sole purpose of leading others into a relationship with Jesus. She is so excited to share with girls and young women about how much God loves them and has called each to a unique purpose. And Emma started chronicling her journey through high school on social media, and in doing so has inspired thousands of young people to live their faith freely and with courage. So once again, we are so excited to welcome Emma. How are you today? I'm so thankful to be here with you. Well, Emma, your book, um, I started reading it. It just came out on November 11th. And uh, you are currently a sophomore at Liberty University, majoring in women's Christian leadership. You're also the founder of Sun Seeking Ministries. Uh, you have an amazing vision. And girl, you like you really are just messing around. You need to start doing something with your life. I tell you. Like, get, get out of bed and start, like, you know, making life happen. Uh, how did all of this start? Tell us your story. Yes. So I grew up in a home that loved the Lord and feared the Lord. And um, so I don't remember a time in my life that I didn't, that I didn't love Jesus. When I was in eighth grade, that was really when I would say I took ownership of my faith and it became a genuine pursuit for the one who had been pursuing me all my life. And that started a really sweet journey of falling in love with his word and letting his, his word be what dictated where I went and falling in love with talking with him and Truly, whenever you taste and see how good he is, you can't keep him to yourself. Like, you, you have to go share him with other people because your mouth speaks from that which fills your heart and your actions are reflecting what you're thinking about and what you're dwelling on. And, and when you're dwelling on him and you're thinking on him, you can't help but act out in his love. And so I was like, okay, I got to go share this message of hope that has radically changed my life with anyone and everyone that I come into contact with, because just as Paul said in Acts twenty twenty four that truly my life is worth nothing to me unless I finish the work assigned to me by Jesus, the work of telling others the good news about the wonderful grace of God, the the beautiful grace that truly I don't deserve. It is a gift from here, and therefore my my life is a 
a response of gratitude. And one of the ways to share him that he put on my heart was, why not social media? I grew up moving a lot all throughout the South, but I, I moved quite frequently growing up. And so I already had a social media account just for the purpose of staying in touch with my friends. And I, I just could not help but take the messages that God was putting on my heart, the messages of, of love and truth and grace and allowing them to be messages on social media and allowing my stories that I would experience throughout the day to be messages on social media because that was simply a platform by which I could love him and love his people more. And now we're 20 years old and the Lord is continuing to provide more opportunities. There's many more platforms since when I was in eighth grade, but it's still all for the same purpose. And that is to love the Lord and love people. Wow. Okay. I, first of all, you're amazing. Um, just how articulate that you, you speak and that it truly, the love for Jesus just flows out of you. And I grew up in a Christian home as well. And I think when you grow up in a Christian home, it's really easy to take your faith for granted. And I would like to think that in eighth grade, I like fully owned my faith, but yet I look back and I, I think I was in my mid thirties before I really realized what that relationship looked like. I think it was more of the head knowledge. You know, I want to memorize the verses to, to win all the contest, not necessarily because I was owning it the way you are and truly letting my heart just gobble up, you know, what, what it really means. Like you said with Paul, which I love what you shared in the verses you shared. And my favorite is to live as Christ, to die as gain. And so much there that really can sink in. But it's it's interesting. You say you're 20 years old. And um, I work with a lot of college girls. Uh, I have a life group with them. And it, it's we're in a season or um, I, I don't know how to even put it into words so you can help me. But in a place where, you know, poetry is like depressing and dark. And I was just at the library yesterday, literally with my daughter and we were laughing because the first book that we see that's being displayed, it's there, there are no happy endings. And this is for youth writing. Mm-hmm. And, and then the other book that she grabbed was the end of the world is here. And so there's a lot of that darkness almost to, to draw you in with this really cool visual of grab this book. It looks enticing. And yet we are what we consume and this is what we are consuming. So I just want to say it's amazing what you were doing and how this, you know, what you're doing has truly gone viral and the, the, the positive influence that you're having. I just thank you for answering God's calling and, and moving forward with that because being a teen is hard. And I think being a college student is even harder, especially with all the pressures to fit in. Uh, and for you to just make it happen and go, I don't care. This is, this is how I'm going to, to be. And I'm going to fulfill what God, you know, has for me to fulfill and his purpose. And how, how is that when you put yourself out there, especially as a YouTuber, do you just get some snarky, snarky comments from people? <laughs> well, 
to acknowledge what you have said before that. Thank you. That is so incredibly encouraging. And I, I, man, I'm just, I'm so thankful for you because truly I once heard, um, one of my counselors at summer camp, um, we were all sitting in a circle in our, like in our little cabin at night, we're doing like a cabin Devo. And (laughs) one of the girls in our circle, (laughs) they're so fun. One of the girls in our circle, she was like, how do I receive compliments? Because I like, sometimes I just, I don't want to seem prideful. So I don't really know how to navigate even receiving a compliment. Um, And something that my counselor said I thought was just so sweet is something that she heard is as you go about your day and you receive compliments, whether it be you're beautiful or the work that you're doing is impactful or um, I see you or whatever it may be, receive it like you're receiving a flower. And at the end of the day, take your bouquet back to God. And Mm -hmm. I've just really like kind of been soaking on that since the summer because truly like everything that you just complimented, it's so encouraging because it's the work of the Lord. And so I receive it and lay it back at his feet. And, and I'm just really, really thankful for that encouragement. So just thank you. (laughs) Um, Well, I love that. uh, Take your bouquet back to God. That's beautiful. That really is cool. Oh, it's so sweet. Um, And about the comment. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) There, um, man, how I have, received every comment on the spectrum from praise and adoration and gratitude to hatred and mockery and bully and everything in between. Um, And I, I, I remember one specific moment I was doing a video and I was able to see the comments coming in as I was doing the video. And I, yes, and I saw one comment, it came in and um, they said, you are so hideous. And about two comments later, someone else came in and said, you are so beautiful. And mm-hmm. in that moment, I just, I kind of laughed a little bit inside myself because how crippling and shaken is it to allow our identity and our worth to be dependent upon the opinions of people because if I was allowing my work to be dependent on what people said I would have gone within seconds from thinking I was hideous to thinking I was beautiful Mm. and it's just so important that my work is found in the word that just relying on the truth that God called me by name before the world ever had an opportunity to call me name and so I'm able to remain steadfast and constant even when the comments aren't and I think sometimes we'll like we'll see celebrities and they're doing incredible like they're in the spotlight on every front cover of the magazine and then all of a sudden they vanish and it's like where where did they go what happened and we hear that like something just terrible happened that they're no longer doing what they used to do and I truly believe that it's because we as people we were not made to be worshipped but we were made to worship. And when we as humans try and receive the worship of other people, when we try to allow the, whether it be the hatred or the celebration of people to be what holds us together, well, then it makes sense that we're going to crumble because as people, our words crumble. But the word of God stands forever. And 
And so not only that, but when I'm able to see myself the way that God sees me, I can then see others the way that God sees others, including the very people who are speaking over me what I'm not, because I realize, okay, people aren't my problem. There's a real enemy who hates all of us. And so these people simply don't know how loved they are yet. So what an opportunity. And that that truly only can be done by being completely dependent on the Lord, because the more we surrender, the more glory he gets. Mm. Uh, okay, I'm kind of speechless by uh, what you said there, because there was so much to unpack and so many um, nuggets of truth. And especially there is a real enemy who hates people. I mean, he is out to destroy And so when we do hear those things, like you said, I mean, it's easy to say it. It's harder to really live it on, you know, not allowing those hurtful things by, by, you know, what people are going to say, especially something like you are hideous. And yet your generation, especially this generation Z spends so much time on social media and focusing on the likes, which is what you're saying when we, um, we're not made to be worshipped, but we sure like it. <laughs> I love <laughs> it when I get great comments, you know, about the show. It's like it's really easy to to figure out how do you differentiate. Like you said, you bring that bouquet back to God, and that is so powerful. Um, to go, okay, why am I doing this? Am I doing it? So I can be worshipped or am I doing it truly so people can discover Jesus? And and it's it's easy to get caught up in that for sure. And Mm -hmm. I think, too, especially at a younger age when you've been um, so into the social media and so into the likes, I think that would be hard to differentiate unless you are grounded in the truth. So. With that, I, once again, I, I have a, some people in my circle that are very much Instagram famous and they, they're younger and they are having to, to deal with this. Uh, do, does your, does your mom and dad slap you down? <laughs> so, <laughs> so you can stay so grounded. I mean, I know you're, you're saying, you know, you get into God's word, but sometimes you need that that physical, you know, person to go, all right, Emma, like who is your, you know, where's your support system? Oh my goodness. Yes. I I have a circle. (laughs) I do. And it's so important. Like we cannot do life alone. And in um, Ecclesiastes 4, Solomon talks about that. He says, truly, woe to the man who falls and has nobody to come pick him up. Like, it is so important that we have people in our life that are that are there to pick us up and that are there to walk alongside us, that are there to to sharpen us and um to help to help each other become all that God designed us to be. And so I that is like crucial. Um, even this small nugget before I share like who my circle is, um, growing up, like especially in high school, um my um my dad, he decided that our family would have a motto, and our motto was going to be Psalm 1. And in Psalm 1, it says, Blessed is the man who does not walk in the way of the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers. 
But blessed is the man who delights in God's word, meditates on God's word day and night, for he will be like a tree that is planted by streams of water, yields his fruit in season, his leaves will never wither, and everything that he does will prosper. And what that basically just said is you will be deeply blessed by being in God's word and being intentional on having a godly circle of people. Mm-hmm. And and so I my parents are not only my parents, but they are mentors and coaches in my life. And I'm so thankful for them. Um, my boyfriend, we've been dating for a little over a year now, and he I am more in love with Jesus by getting to walk alongside him in this sweet season that we call dating. Um, and my uncle, my uncle is a counselor, and I call him and we talk about the deep stuff. And I have two women in my life that I call my two mamas, and they're in like their 40s and 50s, and they're like they're like mentors to me. That they'll be the people who pray over me and will speak scripture over me, and when we're together, we'll go on a walk and just catch up on life. And then I have my girls, my my sisters, and they're all in college with me. And we have group text, and whether it's we're on college campus together or we don't go to the same college, so we meet up on breaks. Um, it's just I it's so sweet having people in my life that are in the same season as me and seasons ahead of me, um, to walk with me and pour into me and sharpen me and um and I get to do the same for them and we celebrate one another and it's just it's a real, real blessing and it is so important because I can't do it by myself. That that is amazing and that's incredible and what a great group that you have surrounded yourself with because I think that is so important and I know so many um, college girls are feeling very lonely and very isolated and it's it's hard to encourage them to find that group find that circle because it's hard to connect when there is so much time spent on screen time versus FaceTime i also mm-hmm. see so much with just jealousy with with girls how how do you deal with that you say you have your sisters in college uh how have you felt that with certain people and do you acknowledge that? What do you, what do you do with the jealousy or the bullying? How do you deal with that? Well, um, I think, I don't know why, but this nugget and just popped up in my noggin that my mama shared with me. <laughs> um, and it's really sweet because some of my, sisters, a lot of my sisters actually are not in relationships. And so that's something that's been really sweet is, um, right before me and my boyfriend started dating, my mom shared this nugget of wisdom with me. She said, Emma, I want you to be very careful to not compare your seasons, to not try and make this season look exactly like your last season, because the things that God has taught you in your past seasons have taken place to equip you for the season that you're in now. And if you try and replicate it, if you try and make it look just like the past ones because you're experiencing new things and it's uncomfortable, you're going to want to go to what you know. Don't do that. Embrace the newness of the season and let God continue to teach you and grow you. And that has been something so powerful um, that I've been learning this year is, learning how to be fully present in the season that I'm in, even whenever it doesn't look like the the women in my life next to me who are in different seasons and getting to celebrate one another in the seasons that we're in. Because the moment I start comparing my season to someone else, 
The moment I start to become jealous of someone else's season that doesn't look like mine is the moment I can no longer celebrate. That's what Mm -hmm. one of my, I don't know if you know, do you know Sadie Robertson? I do not. She, she is definitely someone to go and follow and, um, wow, just learn from, but she is a childhood friend of mine. And that is a quote from her that she, not word for word, but she shared that recently about how once I start comparing, it automatically prevents me from celebrating. And that was something that kind of stuck with me. Um, and I think that that's so important in any friendship is like, what does it look like to be fully present where I'm at and praise God for the person next to me who would, who isn't where I'm at celebrating mm-hmm. them, honoring mm-hmm. them, acknowledging when they have a victory and putting them on your, on your shoulders. Like a couple weeks ago, my roommate, who is also my precious friend, she got um, a leadership position somewhere on campus. And we were also sad because she's leaving our room, but we're so excited because we know she's being obedient to God and she's going to bless the socks off of so many girls. Um, but what we decided to do was, we threw her a little surprise party and we had the room decorated and we surprised her when she walked in the door and we all sat in a circle drinking tea and went around one by one affirming her and speaking words of life that we see in her. And mm-hmm. it was this most simple, like cost, cost us probably five bucks, but it was the sweetest time. Why? Because we chose to put on the mindset of Christ and acknowledge someone else and celebrate her where she was. And mm-hmm. I think that that just totally cripples jealousy and cripples comparison, nips it in the bud, because it, as friends, we can't build each other up when we're focused on ourselves. And so that's been something really sweet that the Lord has been teaching me is um, just learning to celebrate where I'm at with the Lord and learning how to celebrate where others are at with the Lord. Because when I'm doing that, there's no longer room to compare. Mm, so, so true. Very, those are such strong words of, of wisdom for sure, Emma. And, and then, mm. and, and part of this, I'm sure comes into the, the bullying too, because like you said earlier, it's about understanding we do have an enemy out there and it's not the yeah the human. often it's because of of the enemy but share a little bit more about that i know so many people like i said they feel lonely and isolated and we live in a world where people just can say some pretty nasty mean things so how what are some words of encouragement for those that are out there that are feeling very bullied and beat up in life Wow. Well, I want to, one, encourage you that you are seen. And that that's the most simple sentence. But I just want to take a moment and really receive those words that you are seen. You are noticed. You are not overlooked. You are, you are so acknowledged by the Lord. And you are so loved by him. I just want to read this over you. It's so good. It's in Psalm 139. Um, because before we go into, into anything else, I just want to encourage you in the truth of who you are, because it is so important that you know who you are and who made you. The Lord made you for himself with so much purpose. 
The Lord has examined you, and he knows everything about you. He knows when you sit down and when you stand up. He knows your thoughts before you even think them. He knows when you travel, and he knows when you're resting at home on Christmas break. He knows everything that you do. He knows what you're going to say before you even say it. He knows you. He has gone before you, and he follows you. He places his hand of blessing on your head. This knowledge is cray-cray. <laughs> it's too wonderful and too great for me to understand. But truly, there is nowhere that you could go. You could rise on the wings of the dawn and settle on the far side of the sea or make your bed in the depths, and even there his hand is guiding you, and his right hand is holding you fast. He truly knitted you together in your mother's womb, fearfully and wonderfully, and every day of your life was written in his book of life before a single day even happened. That is how special you are to God. He made you in his image for such a time as this and set you apart. And I just pray that you receive that because any word that you hear that does not align with the word of God is not true about you. And and so just just receive that, know that. Also, something that um, I really, I really clung to when bullying really started to, it started to build up a lot when I was in high school. And I was reading in John 15, and in John 15, Jesus actually says, if the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. Mm. The world hates you. I know, I know. If the world hates you, it is because you belong to me, and the world does not know me. Therefore, when you are walking in me, they're going to reject you because they reject me. And so I also encourage you in that if you're walking in the Lord and you're being bullied for that, bless you. Bless you, because it actually isn't about you. And so the best thing that we could do is not take it personal, but continue to be steadfast and continue to surrender, because it isn't about us. Truly, it's about the one in us, but we Mm. can take heart because greater is he in us than the enemy who lives in the world. And, Mm. and Jesus responded so well to the hatred. He, he said in Luke 6, 27 through 28, you've been told to love those who love you back, but we can all do that. (laughs) Like that's, that's anybody can do that. He said, Mm. even the pagans do that. (laughs) He said, but very truly, I tell you, to love your enemies, pray for those who bully you, <laughs> bless those who call you names. Mm. That's, a, that's a pretty upside-down thought process, but that's what Jesus did, and Jesus lived in such a way that we're called to live as he did, too. And I think something really cool that the Lord has been teaching me regarding that is... Emma, I'm, I'm going to ask you to hold that thought because I, I don't want to miss it. And we are going to go onto a commercial break real quick. But what a bouquet of flowers you just delivered. I loved all those oh. verses. And we're going to be right back after This is Girlfriend on Togginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on GirlfriendIt.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend It. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriend It Radio right after these. 
iHeartRadio has partnered with one of the largest travel booking engines in the world to offer savings of 15 to 30% or more on hotel booking fees through our own web portal, www.bestradiotravel.com. Discover the discounts you can receive by going to bestradiotravel.com forward slash patty to see for yourself. This is a custom booking site for the listeners of our show through Toginet Radio. We have negotiated special rates of over 650,000 hotels worldwide to save our customers money. Our members leverage our massive buying power to save thousands of dollars by booking with us. BestRadioTravel.com can beat the best prices offered by any other major travel booking website. Please go to BestRadioTravel.com forward slash Patty. Sign up and enjoy the discounts. That is BestRadioTravel.com forward slash Patty. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. The holidays are known for being the most stressful time of the whole year. And it's a fact that the best way to relieve stress is to exercise. Even though you have a long shopping list to plod through, that's even more of a reason to hit the gym. After 30 minutes on the treadmill, your mother-in-law's pending visit will not seem so overwhelming. The Christmas cards that you've not yet sent out will not seem like such a big deal. Exercise releases stress in your life and gets the endorphins flowing so that you feel so much better. So during this wonderful but frenzied season, make sure to keep your daily exercise going. Not only will the pressure and tension be easier to handle, you will also have the energy that exercise gives you to be more productive and to get more things done, like shopping, gift wrapping, addressing Christmas cards, decorating, etc. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio, a chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Well, welcome back. You are listening to Girlfriend It, and this is Patty Wyatt, host of the show today. And once again, I, I just can't talk highly enough about MMA Jenkins. She is a Jesus lover for sure and a people lover. She's a social media influencer, writer, speaker, and YouTuber. And just her love for Jesus is coming out of her pores and she has so many tips. So I hope that you're leaning in. If you're a mom out there, that you're writing this um, down. If you are uh, a girl out there in college, that you are gobbling this up. And Emma, we went into a commercial break right when you were getting ready to tell us another <laughs> nugget. So I hope you remembered it. And what was your thought? Oh, yes. I just had this little nugget about the fact of I think sometimes when we get bullied or when things are spoken of us that are not true or rude, um, we have this tendency of feeling as though, okay, we have to get better. Like, okay, now I, I have to prove myself. I have to almost be perfect and you continue to set a higher standard of yourself because then you think okay once I meet this standard then people won't say bad things about me and I think Jesus totally wipes that lie out of the water because Jesus literally was perfect none of us can be perfect because all of us have sinned and fallen short of God's glory but Jesus literally was perfect he never sinned 
And yet still there were people who cursed him and there were still people who praised him. And so I just wanted to encourage anyone who feels as though like they've been bullied and now they feel like they have to, they have to step up their game in order to not be talked badly about. And that's, that's just, it will run you dry and make you exhausted because no matter how hard you work, there will always be people who love you and there will always be people who hate you, but that has nothing to do with your identity. Mm. That, that is uh, so powerful. And it's crazy. Once again, these, these words are, are, they, like I said, they really are a bouquet and it's easy to hear them. It's an, it's really hard to apply them. And being perfect, I think, um, is even more of an issue today than it ever has been. I feel like Generation Z, um, wants to perform in such a way. And I don't know if that's a lot has to do with social media because you're continuously in that comparison game. Um, so it immobilizes you, but I, I want to talk about that. Like I, I'm just going to label six mistakes, top six mi- mistakes when you are in that college frame of mind of what we have a tendency to get into when we're relying on ourselves and not really relying on, on God. And I think the number one is being perfect. I think that's a huge mistake. Uh, number two, it goes from being perfect to just being immobilized and that's not showing up for class. You just get into this, oh, I don't have to show up today. I can, I can go play or I can just sleep in or I don't want to face the day. So not going to class, not connecting with your instructors. I hear that a lot, uh, from Gen Z and not to try to stereotype and label, but it seems like there's so much screen, screen time that it's harder to go the face to face and talk to the instructor. Kind of like you said, when you're being bullied, it's like you're not invisible. You are seen and instructors want to be there. Professors want to help you out. So to, to kind of unpack that a little bit, uh, number four, the social media distractions where even when you're with, like you said, be fully present and number five, Living beyond your means, in other words, no budget. It's like I can go to Starbucks and Dutch Bros all day, every day, whenever I want to. And the last but not least is the no sleep. Uh, not being able to treat our body very well because we're young and we think we can power through everything. So that's a lot, especially a lot to do in 10 minutes until the show ends. <laughs> But let's try to hit, you talked on being perfect. Um, what are your thoughts on, like, how do you f- just get up and really be excited about your day so you can make it to class? <laughs> well, I think it definitely takes intentionality. It doesn't just happen because there are some mornings where, yeah, you're just pumped about the day. But then other days come where you're not really feeling it and you want to just stay in bed. And so it definitely requires intentionality. And I think um, gratitude is so powerful to wake up and to to speak out loud what you're thankful for and thank the Lord for this day and thank God for your classes and thank God for the, the fact that you have breath in your lungs to go and, and live another day. That's Gratitude is so powerful, and I, it's such a great motivator, genuinely. And um, truly, prayer is also so powerful of asking the Lord, God, I, today I may not really be feeling it, but I don't want to live today with my feelings dictating how I go about my day. So I pray that your joy would be my strength 
and that you would just energize everything within me so that I may, so that I may walk out this, this day, um, with, with motivation and with excitement. And it truly does just like, it requires just intentionality and not allowing how you feel to dictate how your day goes. Cause that's, mm-hmm. that's a dangerous place to be. Awesome. That is great. Don't let your feelings dictate your day. Okay. What do you have? What are your thoughts on why do we not connect with these instructors? Because we all know it's relationship, relationship, relationship. So if we're connecting with, you know, they're people. When we connect, it's going to really help us out through our classes. So what stops us from doing this? Uh, well, I think especially being in college, not all of the classes, um, but some of, like, I, I speak this from experience, some of the classes are very big. It depends on the campus you're on, but, I mean, it can be a lot of, of classes um, and or a lot of students in a class. And so sometimes you may just get in the rhythm of, of uh, kind of like a checklist of, okay, I'm going to go in, sit down, go through the lecture, and I'm out. And and then you yeah. move on to the next part of your day, and it's just you get into that rhythm, and you look up, and the semester's over, and you never said hi to your professor. And I know I like I take ownership for the fact that I've sometimes gone like half the semester and haven't introduced myself to my professor yet, and I'm like, Emma, why, why are you, what are you doing? And and it can happen just when you get into that rhythm. And so again, it just it really doesn't um, it require intentionality of saying, okay, I know that relationships are important and so I am going to I am going to make the effort to put one foot in front of the other other, go put my hand out and shake the hand of my professor. Ask mm. what his or her name is. Tell them thank you. Like that's something so simple, but tell them thank you for investing into my life and for spending time to pour into me and and let them know just like what you have noticed about them that you love or a word of encouragement, like Paul said in Ephesians 4.29, let no unwholesome word come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up, that it may benefit those who listen. Like, you don't have to go and sit down with your professor for an hour, but what if at the beginning or end of class you were to go and tell them thank you and just speak a word of encouragement? And that's something, as I say it, that's something I want to get better about too. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes, we could all, in in all situations, even if you're a parent and you go to a parent-teacher conference or you sit in the back of the room for something, just go and tell the speaker, thank you. It's hard for them to, to do what they're doing and that they took the time to do it. So we can all grab that tip and really apply it. What about... The, which is funny, I'm going to say social media distractions, but then I'm going to turn right around and say, go run and find you on YouTube and make sure that you (laughs) do, but, but everything's a balance. So what are your thoughts on the social media distractions? And I'm, I'm thinking more on the comparison game that we do with that. I, I definitely think it's a heart deal. Um, cause Social media, you get to choose who you follow. Um, and I think if you're getting onto social media and you're finding yourself comparing, um, I think, I think that that's really a heart, a heart issue. Mm-hmm. And that, that really like will require coming before the Lord and saying, God, 
I really see this in me. Search my heart and know me. Test me and show me where this is coming from and help me to walk in a mindset of learning from others, celebrating others and being confident in who you made me to be instead of being sucked into this comparison, um, this comparing game because, like, truly – somebody could go onto social media the same amount that another person could go onto it. And one, that one person could spend their entire time on social media comparing and the other person could get so excited that their friend got engaged and so excited that her other friend got to go to the beach and so excited that her other friend made cookies that day while the other friend is comparing the fact that why is she not engaged and why did she not get that vacation and why can't she bake that well? And they both saw the same thing, but their response was different because their heart posture was different. And so I encourage you, if your heart is in a place of comparison, there's no shame in that. There's no like beating yourself up for it, but there's so much power in acknowledging and being real with yourself and saying, okay, is my heart in a healthy place where I can sit on social media right now? And if not, Turn the app off or fast from social media for a little while. There's no, there's no shame game in doing that. That's actually taking humility and courage and awareness of where you are to say, you know what? I'm not in a season where I can, I can look at social media and genuinely be excited for the people I'm seeing that are posting. And mm. that's, that's beautiful for you to acknowledge that. And if you're not in that place, then you're not in that place. But I, I really think it's a heart deal. Mm. Well, we only have a couple of minutes before the show is over. So just know in those top six uh, stresses <laughs> of college, it's um, having no budget, living beyond your means. So be aware of that. And then no sleep. So make sure that you're treating your body well. And I want to get back to how we can learn more about you, where we can find your book, all the places that you are with Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and a little bit about your ministry. So here we are in two minutes and less and share all things of where we can find you, Emma. Beautiful. Yeah, I love y'all. Um, okay, yes, my book, Be Loved, you can find it on Amazon or in a Barnes & Noble near you. Um, my social media is... For Instagram is, you can either type in my name, Emma May Jenkins, May with an E, or 1 Corinthians 13 underscore love. My YouTube account is Emma May Jenkins as well, and with uh, May with an E. Um, and yes, just continue to stay in touch with where I may be speaking at conferences or books that may be coming out in the future or where autograph signed copies will be at, at Barnes and Nobles near you. And just know that I love you. Aw, well, once again, you are delightful. I would encourage the listeners out there to go run and get your book, um, check you out on YouTube, and just using your tips of encouragement, of embracing the unique person that God has created you to be and the purpose that he has for each and every one of us. And I just want to thank you again for being on the show, Emma, and for all of you out there to have a fabulous, fabulous fabulous Christmas. And once again, thank you, Emma Mae Jenkins. And we will talk to all the listeners next week. Merry Christmas. <laughs>
Thank you for being a part of this special program, Girlfriended, the show dedicated to the most important woman you know, yourself. It's the 